Happy Monday, everybody. How are you? Welcome in to another episode of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt at Sports Talk Matt. To follow me across all socials and thank you for being here. Why? Well, the Monday after the Super Bowl is one of those days where like either you got killed yesterday or you are jumping for joy because you're flush and either you're taking your winnings and going out to dinner or you're never betting again. Like this is one of those days in the book. There's just not a lot going on. There's three college basketball games. We're going to bet today because we bet every day, but I appreciate you guys coming back here following the Super Bowl. There's a big push to like have the Monday after the Super Bowl be a holiday. I can't say I disagree with that, given how many people are on the strip right now doing crazy things. Some of those people have to go to work tomorrow, not all of them, but some of them will have to get on a plane and fly home tomorrow. Some of them will be missing that plane. Somebody knocked over a light stand on the strip tonight, caused a massive traffic jam. But congratulations to the KC Chiefs. That loss pretty much killed the official plays on the day. If the Niners had won that game, it would have been a profitable day. We got both kicking props right. We got the plus 190 on the ball being downed inside the five-yard line. We got that right. We got the longest field goal right. We got the under 16 and a half right on Debo Samuel. We got the teaser right. But we got the... And it was trending for that 90 to 1... 24-20 final. It was trending in that direction for a lot of the second half. Thought we might have got that, but we didn't get that. We didn't get the other one, 24-21, right? Didn't get the official that was a half a unit down there. Niners lose the game, do not cover the one and a half. So we lost 1.1 units there. And then the one big prop bet that I I laid 1.5 units on is the shortest touchdown. And I cannot believe that nobody got inside. No one really got to the end zone at all in that game. I mean, it was... It's amazingly it stayed under 47 and a half. If you played 47 early, you pushed, but 47 and a half is where the number closed and the game fell. You know, if, 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 if you look at the number of points, 47 points being scored, 25, 22, right? So falls 47. That's crazy. But the money line, the the prices, the in-game, I mean, the books got annihilated. You guys went crazy. Even I took the Chiefs plus three and a half live, right? I, I got that bet right. Took a bunch of different things off the live stream that I got wrong. <laughs> like a lot of the bets I, I was piggybacking off my off the the live stream, the Mahomes and the Mahomes anytime touchdown and the Kelsey MVP. Uh, a couple other ones I missed. Uh, the national anthem I threw out there, I missed on that. And then I missed on the coin flip, like just for like, you know, like bare minimum bets, like just for fun, just to have something on it. Nothing serious. But so I wound up down a little bit. I think, and I mean, very, very little. I think I ended up down like, I don't know, like less than a half a unit personally on the day. But I did officially think down 0.75. I think that's my math. I think that's right. Down 0.75 units for the Super Bowl, which isn't great, but it's not horrible. Given how hot I was during the week, that's not that big of a deal. We still had a massive winning week, but we end football. The NFL was not nearly as profitable as college. We end the NFL by my account. It looks like we're going to end somewhere up around five units for the NFL for the entire year, which is not outstanding. I'll give you that, but it's profitable. Okay. Over a whole year, it's profitable. College football is really where we made our mark. We finished up uh, 13.75 units in college football. So we wound up, if you combine both, 
football seasons. Really, really good, good run for us. Really, really good over 18 units or sorry, over 23 units rather for football. So look, you go an entire fall, you're going up over 23 units. You, you just can't, you, you can't get angry about that. You got to be excited about, about that happening. And, uh, oh no, that, sorry, that's, that's wrong. I was up 18, sorry, 18.35 units. We were up. What did I say? 18, over 18 units in college football. If you combine that with the NFL, we're up over 23 units for football. So we have 200 days until the next college football game kicks off. So buckle up with a lot of basketball, buckle up with a lot of hockey, baseball opening day rapidly approaching for us. We, our next big event will be March Madness. We've got four future wagers going in already. More to come for that. But college basketball is going to get us through here. And I got three bets for us going in college basketball. I have no idea how hot I'm going to continue for this week. My gut tells me that, that the day off yesterday will probably cool off the run in college basketball, I got a bunch of DMs for you guys going like, where's the college basketball plays? I wasn't betting college basketball. I didn't even look at college basketball yesterday. So it was, you know, that that was just not something that I was going to do. But I, I mean, I apologize for you people who don't like football. It was the Super Bowl. So I was going to bet heavy on, on football. But college basketball, we go back into it so far in 2024. We are 42 and 30 up 12.2 units. That is a 58.3% uh, win percentage so far here in college basketball. Three bets for us going here tonight. But before I give you the plays, let me tell you about OmahaSteaks.com and a new offer for Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, they've been with us for a while, okay? But if you guys are making money, if I helped you last week with college basketball, here's one way to go and help the podcast to ensure delicious Omaha Steaks favors are always on hand, Omaha Steaks is offering the all-new subscription program. It's the subscription program that puts you in control. You choose the foods, you choose the quantities, and you choose the frequency. Enroll today at omahasteaks.com juice and lock in an extra 10% off every subscription order you get plus Four free Omaha Steak Burgers on all recurring shipments for life. For life. That's up to $287 in value. And with every third shipment, as a thank you for subscribing, they're going to send you a free gift valued at $19.99 or more. 20 bucks or greater. If you're going on vacation, you got to skip a month. Easy. Change your selections, pause the program, or cancel at any time. When Omaha Steaks says you're in control, they mean it that you are in control. With Omaha Steaks, every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Simply go to omahasteaks.com juice and lock in your price and get that extra 10% off every subscription order, and you get those free burgers for life. Convenience has never tasted so good. Enroll today at omahasteaks.com slash juice and subscribe to perfection. Minimum purchase may be required. omahasteaks.com slash juice. All right, three games. Let's first by talking about Wake Forest at Duke. Wake Forest has been dreadful. On the road this year, ATS. They are three and seven ATS on the road this season. They're six, five, and one in the ACC, but nine, three, and one at home 
They're much different on the road. Last time out at home against NC State, they won, but they didn't cover. On the road against Georgia Tech, they killed them, one by 29 points at five-point favorites. But then you start looking at what happened previously. On the road at Pitt, lost by five. On the road at North Carolina, lost by 21. On the road at NC State, lost by seven. On the road against Miami, sorry, against Florida State, lost by five. Not good. They've covered one time in their last one, two, three, four, five road games. One in four, ATS. Duke, on the other hand, just blew out Boston College at home, laying 12 and a half. They won by 15. Against Notre Dame, laid by late 17. They won by 18. That was on the heels of their loss to North Carolina, where they were four and a half point home dogs, and they lost by nine. Sorry, road dogs, rather, and they lost by nine. They went on the road to Vatek, beat them. Against Clemson, they won the game, but they didn't cover. It was seven and a half point number, and they won by one. Against Pittsburgh, they lost the game outright. That was the shocker of the ACC schedule going, wait, what happened? Laying 12 and a half, they lost by four. Don't think that's going to happen again here to Duke. Now, if you look at what's going on here for Wake Forest, they've won three games in a row. They won a road game against Georgia Tech, 80 to 51. But on the road... Pittsburgh, North Carolina, NC State, and Florida State, as we talked about, all losses. They lost to Georgia early in the year, lost to Utah and LSU on neutrals. Kempom has this as a six-point win for Duke. But the real big problem, I think, for Wake Forest is just going to be stopping Duke's offense. Duke is eighth in efficiency, 29th in effective field goal percentage, 29th in three-point percentage, 41st in two-point percentage. Wake Forest's defense is dramatically, it's not bad, it's just dramatically different. 47th in efficiency defensively, 55th in effective field goal percentage, 74th in three-point defense, 75th in two-point defense. You know, just not great. I, I just think Duke's offense is too good. And Duke defensively is good enough. I know Wake Forest's offense is pretty good. They do score a lot. That they're, they're a team that does look to, you know, shoot the three. They get 32% of their points from behind the three-point line. They only get less than half their points from inside the two points of the arc. Two points, that's 239th in college basketball. A little bit surprising there. They do get to the free throw line quite a bit, but this is a team for Duke at home. I, I have a hard time fading Duke at home, given what they have done recently. Duke is eight and six ATS. They are three and two over the last five. They've covered the last two. They're playing really, really well. I'm going to lay the seven points. It's a little bit more than what Kempom has it at. Kempom has it at a six-point win, but I think given what Duke has done, and that Carolina loss on the road really scares me for Wake Forest. They went to North Carolina, lost by 21. Going to Duke could be a similar situation here, in particular after the two blowout wins against Boston College and Notre Dame. I'm going to bet the streak here. Two games, double-digit lines, covered them both for Duke. I'm going to lay the seven Duke minus seven up against Wake Forest for 1.1 units. Let's go to the big 12 TCU in West Virginia. Kempom has this as a 13 point win for TCU at home. West Virginia is God awful on the road. They're two and seven ATS. They're three and seven in the big 12 in their last game on the road against Texas. They lost by 36 points. 
Ouch. They were 13-point dogs. Lost by 36. They were at home against BYU. They were catching seven. They lost by 13. They did beat Cincinnati, somewhat of a shocker, but they went on the road to Oklahoma State, lost by four, didn't cover. Against UCF, on the road, catching seven and a half, lost by 13. They went to Oklahoma as 12 and a half point dogs. They lost by 14. They went on the road to Houston, catching 20. They lost by 34. They are not good away from home. They're just not the same team. And I'm not saying TCU is outstanding at home, but they are seven and five. They've not covered in their last two games. They lost at Iowa State as eight point dogs, lost by 12. Home against Texas, laying four and a half, lost by 11. That's the only time, if you just look at, you know, just performances and how they've played at home. TCU is 10 and two this year at home while they're six and five on the road. West Virginia is 0-9 this year away from home. They have yet to win a game away from home. Texas, BYU, Oklahoma State, UCF, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Houston, Ohio State, uh, UMass uh, Semi, all games that they've lost on the road. They are not a good team away from home by any means. The number is 12 and a half. I get it. It's a big number, okay? But I'm going to go and say, you know what? After what has happened these last two games, losing back-to-back games to Texas and Iowa State, this is a big bounce-back spot for TCU, a chance to get the ship righted against a team they should whip up on. 12-and-a-half, big number, but I think they can cover it here at home. They were laying four against Texas Tech, and they won by seven in their uh, before they lost by at home to Texas, laying four-and-a-half and lost by 11. I think TCU, I'll go with Kempom here. Kempom has it as a 13-point win. I'm laying 12 and a half TCU minus 12 and a half at home, big home favorite. I'm going to lay it. And then finally, Texas tech at home against Kansas. They are laying two points. Texas tech is 12 and one straight up at home this season. Straight up. Okay. Their only home loss this year was to Cincinnati. It was a bit of a shocker. 75, 72. They have this as a one point loss to Kansas. I can't really buy this. Now, Texas Tech is a team that on paper need they need this. Kansas on the road this year has been somewhat suspect ATS on the road. Kansas on the road this year is 4 and 7 ATS. Texas Tech is 6 and 7 at home ATS. Kansas is five and six for uh, against ATS against the Big Twelve. TC, uh, Texas Tech is four five and one, but they haven't covered in four straight games. But they've won every game at home, but one. And I mean, they've had some big wins. They beat Kansas State. They beat Oklahoma State. They went and beat BYU. They beat uh, UCF. They've had some big wins at home. They're a different team at home than they are on the road. And so you look at KU lost at Kansas State. They've lost at Iowa State. They lost at West Virginia. They lost at Central Florida. They're six and five straight up, four and seven ATS. They're not the same team. On the road, KU is susceptible. KU can get beat. And Texas Tech absolutely needs this. KU could be a one seed. But maybe not. The number's only two. I think Texas Tech can win this game outright. There are, I'm going to say the books are right here. 
something tells me Texas Tech here, and maybe you'll get enough. Maybe the, number, the the money will come in on Kansas. Okay, you might, might very well see it. But Texas Tech can shoot. Their offense is 13th in efficiency, 54th in effective field goal percentage. They're 25th in three-point percentage. or 117th in two-point percentage. KU's defense is 124th in three-point defense. If Texas Tech hits their threes, and playing in Lubbock is hard. It's the middle of nowhere. It's a really hard place to go out and play. And I, I, there are a lot, of, a lot of teams go out there and lose. And it's impossible to win on the road in the Big 12. It really is. It's one of the most craziest years we've ever seen how hard it is to win on the road in the Big 12. And Lubbock, Texas is a really tough place to play. I'm going to lay the two. I'm going to lay the home favorite. Texas Tech minus two against KU. Take the home favorite. Someone of a shocker. I think money will come on Kansas. Okay. I, I would very, the Ken Palm number being KU wins by one. There's three points of value there. I think people will bet Kansas. And I think you probably get a better number than me. Maybe you want to wait and get an in-game number at some point, but pre-flop, I'm going to lay the two points with Texas Tech here for 1.1 units. All right. I'm not going to keep rolling like this. Uh, I'd say right now I'm going to cool off at some point, but we're going to keep running here with college basketball. Three bets for us here tonight. Duke minus seven at home. TCU minus 12 and a half at home. Texas Tech minus two at home. We go with a favorite Monday. Favorites at home Monday. For us here for the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You guys can follow me across all socials. It is the Daily Juice Podcast each and every single day. Congrats to the Chiefs. Congrats to Chief backers, Chief betters. Hopefully you guys had some fun with your winnings. Hopefully you guys stayed safe. But congrats to KC Dynasty. Yes, I'll say it. For all people who want me to say it. Yes, it is a dynasty. Go have another one. Patriots had two. That's the first. Do it without Kelsey. A lot of things we'll get into later about arguing about Brady versus Mahomes. It's not even a fair conversation at the moment, by the way. Not fair to Patrick Mahomes. Like, not even close to being fair to Patrick Mahomes. Seven to three, okay? <laughs> He's got a ways to go, but Mahomes is an all, all-time great, incredible player. Absolutely incredible. Everyone saying he's better than Brady? Come on, bro. Like, how old are you? Must be sub-35 if you're going to say that because... <laughs> Come on, bro. Patriots had two dynasties, not one, but this is a dynasty. Congrats to the Chiefs. Should be a whole lot of Taylor and Travis crap for the next 48 hours, and then it's gone. Thank goodness. Enjoy your Monday. The Daily Juice Podcast every single morning being brought to you by OmahSteaks.com. Mm-hmm.